again and, and be on pole. But uh, if we get to go again, I've got all the confidence in the world that we're going to be able to challenge for the pole. So a very rare day where maybe you might be praying for rain tonight, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little bit. We'll forgive you this time. We'll forgive <laughs> you this time. And Ed Jones, quickly, uh, again, a, a great performance from you today. I know that you've been speaking volumes about the efforts of the team behind you as you prepare for the race, but do you feel like you also have a shot at pole going into tomorrow? Yeah, as um, Spencer said and Ed said, it's great to have all three cars up there uh, showing speed the whole week. Um, for sure, I think we quite optimized today with, with the run, and I think if we get the possibility tomorrow where everyone runs at a similar time and conditions are very similar, I think it'll be a different story, and I'm kind of hoping for that. So um, we know we have a fast car, and uh, just want to get a, another opportunity to show that and um, fight for the pole tomorrow. Also joined by Pippa Man. Pippa, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> last year we did see you in here in a very different circumstance. We're very happy to see you here uh, with a solid spot heading into the race next Sunday. What, how much of a relief is this for you compared to how you felt last year? So I think the big thing for us is that the Clawson Marshall Racing Driven to Save Live Chevrolet has actually been pretty good all week long. Um, we felt we were going to slot in somewhere between 23rd and 26th-ish today, which happened. And then we kind of miscalculated how much better the track conditions were going to get at the end of the day. And by the time we realized how much better they were and how much quicker we'd have been able to run, there were too many cars in the line to pull our time to go. So I literally had to sit there sweating it out. And all that was going through my head was, not again. Please, not again. P please, please, not again. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll open up for questions. Yes, Bruce. Ed, when you started this team, <clears throat> Ed, when you started this team, it was kind of a small, when you started this team, it was kind of a small team. It was a, a family-owned team in many ways, uh, started off small. Now you've built it into, like, the team of speed at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the Indy 500. Just how did you get to this point, and how proud are you of what you've been able to put together? I, I mean, it really has just been a, a constant process um you know Der Derek Walker helped us kind of lay the foundations for the team that first year and the the key players in the team from Tim Broyles Matt Barnes Brett Schmidt uh many others that have been there with us from the very beginning should throw in Colleen as well and Brie wasn't there from the beginning but it's her birthday today so happy birthday um you know we've been able to add quality people and I think have established a good culture um, and have a group that likes working together and is committed to the same thing. And we've had a great partner in Chevrolet, which also helps. And we just try to get better every year. And Ed Jones has quietly come in here and gone fast since the week began. Uh, how would you assess that? He's done a great job. You know, I think Ed's shown here in the past that, that he knows what to do and, and be successful here. Um, fin what, you finished third year rookie year? Yeah. Yeah, so... He knows how to get the job done. Wolfgang? A uh, question for you, Pippa. Uh, depending, of course, of sponsorship and funding, is there a realis realistic possibility you can do more races with the team? Um, at the moment, this is an Indianapolis 500-only effort for Clawson Marshall Racing. Um, Tim Clawson actually approached me in the suite on race day last year when I should have been in the car and wasn't and told me this was something he wanted to do. And it's taken us a year of work to get this far. So right now, this is just one race for now, but 
I'm really very honored that Tim chose me to come drive his car at Indianapolis Motor Speedway for the first time following in Brian's footsteps. Um, it, it means a huge amount to me. I'm, I'm an odd choice to a lot of people because I'm not a dirt racer. I'm a road racer who's joined the dirt racing team. Um, but the Clawson family and the Marshall family have kind of become like family to me over the past few years. So this has been an incredibly cool experience, and I am so glad this ended this way today. <laughs> For me? Uh, I go back to work as a performance driving coach. Um, I'm working 20... Four out of 30 days in June to try and make up for taking six weeks off work to come play at the Indianapolis 500. <laughs> Any other questions for the Ed Carpenter Racing Group? Yes, Bruce. Ed, as a loyal uh, um, member of the IndyCar Series, uh, when a team like McLaren comes in here and discovers how tough it is to make the race, I mean, in a lot of ways, what does that say for the strength of the series? I, th I mean, I think that part is obvious you know the the quality of teams drivers from top to bottom in the series I think is world-class um, you know you just have to look back to last year at the types of types of drivers and teams that were not on the show and even today you know you you look at who is fighting for that top 30 and in and out in and out you know it's it's not easy and I don't think they expected it to be easy um, but yeah it's it's a it's I think it's a world-class field I think it's not just drivers here that would tell you that. I think there's enough respect around the motorsports industry for the talent that's here. At Carpenter Racing Group, thank you very much for joining us. We'll welcome in Sebastian Bourdais and any other drivers that happen to wait behind the door right now. Sebastian Bourdais driving the number 18 Sealmaster Honda for Dale Coyne Racing with Vassar Sullivan securing the final spot in the Fast 9 shootout tomorrow. Sebastian, uh, later as the, as the runs were continuing on and especially as cars continued to join lane one, were you ever nervous that you might get bumped out of the Fast 9? Uh, yeah, right after uh, the attempt, yeah, definitely. Um, like, like I said, I mean, I, I screwed up. And, uh, yeah, I really didn't think that was going to stick. The, uh, you know, the CL Master Honda number 18 was, uh, was perfect. Just, there was no other way to put it. We didn't take a chance on trimming too much. I was very comfortable with my last attempt last night. Thanks, but And, uh, well, yesterday afternoon, and uh, we didn't change a thing. We just polished it and uh, didn't do the practice, just went out and tried to execute, and, and I didn't. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a little sad, but uh, thankfully the, the consequence was not too great, and, uh, you know, we made it. So very happy for, for the guys. Any other questions for Pippa Mann before we introduce our Team Penske drivers? Pippa, congratulations. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. We welcome in Simon Pagano, driver of the number 22 Menard Chevrolet for Team Penske, who currently had made it into the Fast 9, securing the third spot. Simon, it seemed like you and, and your teammates had incredible speed. Can Tell us a little bit about the strength of Team Penske, especially considering the contingent that makes up the Fast 9 right now. Uh, yeah, it's... Well, I just got caked. I just wanted to say that. Joseph just you, caked, caked no, me for my caked. birthday, so... I, it's I my birthday today. I didn't do anything. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. So I had to change. That's why we're late. I'm sorry. Um, well, what a day. You know, it's probably a, the most intense day in racing, really. Um, you know, you, you, 
you do your run, you wait, you see people struggling, then you wonder how it's going to be at the end of the day with speed. So um, obviously, at the end of the day, usually speed comes back. But uh, I tell you what, today's um, for us at Team Penske is a testament to uh, the amazing job that the guys do. Uh, the preparation that goes into this race is uh, is incredible. Uh, obviously, number one priority is Indianapolis. Um, Roger is really excited about pole position day and also about the race. So number one goal is to win. Coming yeah, here and they've done uh, the team's it's done really a really great job just preparing the cars, making sure that all three, four cars are exactly the same. That was the biggest thing. And um, as you can see, all three of us are stacked with the same lap time. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. So um, yeah, we'll see what we can do tomorrow. I really think uh, we have a shot for Paul. Team Penske cars are fast. Chevy's been tremendous also, giving us the horsepower for this kind of track. So uh, I'm excited. We'll see what we can do tomorrow. Joined also by Joseph Newgarden driving the number two Shelby powered Nitro Plus Chevrolet for Team Penske. Joseph, you've, you've had strong qualifying runs here at Indianapolis before, but what does it mean to you to have the chance to go for pole tomorrow? Well, it's a great opportunity. Hopefully we get that in. I know the weather's been hit or miss, but I think it's clearing up from what I saw. I think it'd be great for the show. You know, it's really going to be a tense time tomorrow during that, whatever it is, an hour and a half slot to see the, the last row try and, try and get into the field and then uh, the fast nine try and go for the pole. So I hope that happens. Um, I think we've got a great car to do it. You know, the Shell V-Power Chevrolet has been, it's been fast since we showed up. Um, I feel good about it. You know, today was a matter of when you ran, uh, what type of wind you had, you know, what type of track temperature. So it was a, a big timing game today. But I think overall our car's quick and, and we'll be able to maybe uh, go for the, you know, the ultimate top spot tomorrow. So let, we'll see what we got. But um, these guys have been working great. You know, we have the best of the best. You feel privileged to work at Team Penske and get to work with the, the, the drivers that we have and all the engineers and mechanics. I mean, we just have the best of the best. So it's, um, it's real cool to be here again this year. Joined also next to you by Will Power, driver of the number 12 Verizon Team Penske Chevrolet. Will, we were hearing from Spencer Piggott earlier who said that he, you know, just this one time might be hoping for some rain tomorrow. What are your thoughts on the situation knowing that if it does, you have a front row start, but if it doesn't, you have yeah. a shot at pole? Yeah, I mean, either way, it's good, but it's definitely a, a place that I want to be on pole, you know. It's, it's the one thing, I, one place I probably haven't been on pole, so uh, I would love to have a shot tomorrow. I feel like there's about five guys that actually have the car to do it. So like Joseph said, it's going to be about the wind, the gust, you know, like it, it, it's kind of, the track's probably going to pick the uh, pole position, uh, which will be exciting for the fans. So kind of, kind of, yeah, I look forward to it. I really, really uh, hope I uh, have a shot. Can I ask how big of a difference, like at any other racetrack, Will, how big of a difference is first versus second? starting position versus here at Indianapolis Motor Speedway? Uh, yeah, I've been on the front row here so many times, uh, and I've been second, I've been third, second, third. It's just, I just want one time when I'm, I'm first. But yeah, I mean, it's a, obviously a big deal to be on pole here. You know, the rest doesn't matter. If you can just st start in that really first two rows, it's great. Um, even the first three rows. <laughs> so, you know, it's either first and who cares about the rest? basically uh, and a front row start is kind of cool um but pole is way better <laughs> uh, really questions yes wolfgang and then mary question for you simon first of all congratulations for the birthday 
Um, you said you have a real chance for the shot tomorrow for the pool. Will you do together with your engineers significant changes to the car to make it even quicker? Yes. Um, well, the car was pretty much amazing today already, but uh, there's, there's a few things we can do to go a little quicker. Um, and tomorrow, obviously, uh, the risk versus reward is very different. So, you know, we, I really feel like we have a chance for it, so we should really try to put everything together and, and try have a shot. But um, I'm sure my teammates will be doing the same, and um, the cap of the cars look fast too. So it's going to be an exciting day for you guys tomorrow, I think. And conditions are going to be quite different. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But... Um, I believe the, the Chevy Minard can be on top. It'll help Jones. I think Jones will have the quickest um, Will, um, you know, you've won so many polls in so many places, and I don't know how similar the conditions will be tomorrow. Your teammates are so close to you to yeah. challenge. Uh, I'm just wondering if you feel that there was still more in your car that you might be able to apply tomorrow to get that pole. Uh, it's not real. I mean, it's there. There's really nothing I will change. I mean, yeah, we'll look at the condition, but honestly, there's not, like when I look at our run, it's about as good as you get uh, as far as consistency. Obviously, you need a little bit more speed on the first lap, um, which with the shifting strategy, I could probably help that tiny bit. But yeah, it's just, it's going to be the luck of the draw, um, kind of when you run and how the wind is. Uh, yeah, I really think that, but I don't know why it takes so long at this place to do something like win it or get pole. Um, but I hope I do. I hope I have do it one time. That would be cool. Bruce. For the three uh, Team Penske drivers, you drive for the signature team of the series, the most successful team in IndyCar history. Um, how proud are you of the IndyCar series teams that a team like McLaren has come in here and rather than easily make the race, they're finding out just how difficult the uh, competition is in this series? Well, I think it just shows you have to respect this place. Um, you know, and that's, that's no knock to anybody. I think when you come here, you learn that you've got to respect the place for what it is. And it's a very difficult track. It's a, it's a difficult series. Um, there's a high level of competition here. And I, I think, you know, no one in this series doubts that. Um, and for sure, when we get, um, you know, uh, incredible talent from other places in the world, such as McLaren and, and a guy like Fernando Alonso, I think that just helps bolsters that, that message, you know. So um, it's... Look, it's an honor to have those guys here. I think it's an honor for them to be here uh, competing in the event, and I think it just shows the, the difficulty of it. It's a very difficult place to get right. Um, it's a proving ground for motorsports, and, and you've got to be on it 100% of the time, and, and you can't miss any details. So um, if anything, that just yeah, it speaks volumes to the Indianapolis 500 and what this place is all about, and uh, you know, it's a privilege to be a part of it and to, to you know, hopefully make it in the show. It's, it's a huge deal for anybody. That's right, Bruce, what he said. But uh, no, seriously, it, it is, uh, let me expand on that. No, please. Yeah, it's actually just showcases the standard of teams, the standard of drivers uh, that is in this series. And um, yeah, like Joseph said, it's, it's, a, it's a tough place here. It's just amazing how far you get set back if you have a, an accident or something sets the team back then you're on the back foot and you it all comes up quickly you think you've got a heap of time and suddenly you know you're, you're looking at the race next week and you don't actually have that much practice time same with qualifying so uh yeah you know i man i i i like to get it out there to to europe that this is such a tough series not just here on the oval but 
in every respect on road courses everywhere. And uh, I really, really hope at some point Fernando does a, a road course race. I think he'd love it. Well, I think it's uh, honestly amazing to have McLaren come. Um, you know, and, and Fernando being here, I think is fantastic for the sport. I think it's amazing uh, to have such a legendary team uh, come and have, have honestly the guts to do it. It's um, you know, hats off to them for uh, wanting to to do the event and be part of it. I think you know a lot of teams wouldn't do it, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm very impressed with that, and I think, you know, it's, again, it shows that this place is really tough. You know, James was on pole one year, and he's struggling this year, so, um, you know, it's, racing is tough in general, and um, there's a lot of details that uh, is really, only happens here in terms of rules and how to run the car on an oval trim. It, it's quite a bit different than road course um, uh, setups, so, you know, there's, there's obviously a lot to it, and Really glad to have McLaren here. They're learning, and hopefully they'll come full-time in the future uh, to continue their uh, leap over here in the U.S. Other questions? Yes, Nate. Uh, Will, you said you think there's about five guys who could win the poll. Are all those guys Chevrolet drivers, do you think? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, actually, Herter looks like he could be Herter and Rossi. Or is it Rossi? Which one? But... Yeah, I mean, maybe one of those Hondas will sneak up there, but to me, it's the Carpenter cars and the Penske cars that are the, for sure, like, very close, very, very close. It's going to be a... I think it'll be a great great for the fans because there's really no guessing who'll get it. But it will be Ed Carpenter, so... No, no. Question for Sébastien en français. Comment tu te sens, Sébastien, 9e place en ce moment Uh, Est-ce que tu te croises les doigts pour uh, qu'il n'y ait pas de pluie demain pour avoir une chance uh, à la première place? Uh, non, je pense qu'on veut tous qu'il qu y ait un Fast Nine et qu'on puisse faire un, produire du spectacle pour, 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 les, pour, pour ceux qui viennent et pour ceux qui regardent à la télé. Donc après, uh, on verra quelles seront les, les conditions. On ne on peut, peut pas contrôler la météo. Donc uh, on va juste se concentrer, nous, à se préparer le mieux possible. Et puis, uh, puis j'espère qu'on pourra... Pour avoir un, un beau run demain si on en a l'opportunité. Simon, bonne fête en passant. Joyeux anniversaire, Simon. Merci. Euh, et toi, comme cadeau de fête, troisième place, possiblement, s'il y a de la pluie, est-ce que tu es satisfait? Euh, pour l'instant, ton mois de mai, il va quand même très bien, on peut dire. Euh, C'est quoi ton analyse de ta performance aujourd'hui en qualification? Ah, la performance était bonne. Euh, je pense qu'on a extrait un maximum de la voiture aujourd'hui avec les conditions. Euh, J'aimerais bien qu'on essaye demain parce que je pense qu'on a, on a l'opportunité d'aller chercher la pole. Euh, la voiture est suffisamment rapide. Chevrolet a fait un boulot fantastique pour, pour les 500 miles. Donc, euh, ouais, j'aimerais bien pouvoir au moins essayer et voir, voir ce que ça peut donner euh, dans les conditions pour le Fast 9. Maintenant, on verra. On ne peut pas, on peut pas, on peut pas euh, commander la, la météo. Donc. Euh, si ça se fait, ça se fait. Sinon, on sera troisième, ce sera très bien. Sebastian's been with us for a while. Any last questions for Sebastian? Sebastian, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time. Any other questions? Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time.